Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I got a very angry email, by the way. And I want you to sense the anger in the email because maybe I won't be able to give it its full anger. Would you like me to act it out a little bit? Should I act it, Ashling? Okay, I'll act it out, okay? Because he's an angry person, all right? Hi, Niall. I'm so angry. (laughs) So please forgive the random sentences. I need to talk about cyclists on your show. I just spent what seemed like 30 minutes from the back of the airport to St. Margaret's behind five clowns on bikes. I'm so frustrated and upset that I've had to have a cup of tea with loads of sugar just to calm down. My wife thinks I'm over-exaggerating the situation, but genuinely, I'm so angry and upset. I met them as I came out of Swords, and they just happened to be going about five miles on the same journey as me. They were cycling four abreast, and there were seven of them. All men in Lycra, can I point out. I heard you talk about this before on your show, but never personally experienced it myself. And the absolute frustration of not being able to get past safely was so annoying. Another car overtook me and them on the brow of a hill, but I wasn't willing to take that chance. I was five miles biting my lip with a line of cars behind me, and they looked back so many times and just didn't care. I resisted beeping the horn, but so many cars behind me were doing it. We eventually came to a widening in the other roundabout, and I couldn't resist winding down the window, and I said, Lads, have some consideration! And they all answered with a universal... Bleep, bleep. He did put it in the email, but it's F you. I couldn't say it, obviously. Anyway, one of them said, You motorists don't own the roads, so piss off. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What made the whole matter worse was a guard car was four cars back, and I didn't realise, and they did nothing about it. Can you please ask what we can do to stop this and how we can bring the laws and actually enforce the laws against cyclists? Now, let's be clear about this, because I do want to be fair, by the way, to cyclists, all right? You know, there are motorists who are equally as bad on the roads as cyclists, if not worse, breaking red lights, etc., etc., etc. So I don't want this to turn this into a, a cycling bashing system, or hour and a half, or whatever it is, or 45 minutes that we talk about it. So please, not that's not what we're doing, okay? But we do want to know why the law is not enforced, and why cyclists sometimes believe you know, that they own the road. And and that's what happens. I know I know taxi drivers do it, and I know motorists do it. Somebody said to me once, a taxi driver for life. Isn't, isn't that what they say? Because only they stop in the middle of the road just to pick up a fare. They don't care who's behind them. Anyway, cyclists. Let's focus on the cyclists just for the moment. Four abreast. There is no need for it. They think they own the road sometimes. And I'm sorry, but he's right. And I wouldn't mind we have one that works in this building. And he did admit that he wears the Lycra. And he is a middle-aged man. So it's unfortunate that they get stereotyped, but maybe it's a midlife crisis thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you can help me out of this. I mean, why is it that we see grown men, and it's generally not women. There, there are some women, I'm assuming. But I've, I didn't mind. I've seen them as men. Grown men, a little bit out of shape usually, in Lycra, four abreast on a road who think they own the road. I mean, there has to be law. Well, there is a law against it, by the way. They're not supposed to do that, I believe. Um, Two is the most they're supposed to do it anyway. But either way, they just don't want to move. So maybe you're one of those cyclists and you can work with me here today and and just get into the psyche of this and why you do it. Or maybe you're a motorist 
and you're kind of really upset by this whole thing and it's happened to you a few times that cyclists just don't seem to care. Or maybe you're a motorist and a cyclist. And you can give me a little bit of information on both. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. The question is, is the email typical or is he being unfair to a group of cyclists who are just out enjoying the afternoon? So is this emailer being unfair? And are the cyclists just out enjoying the afternoon? Maybe you're a cyclist, you want to defend cyclists, you're welcome to come on the air as well. The number is 087-188-0008. Jimmy, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jimmy? And I'll... That's a pretty angry email, Jimmy. Well, you know that um, that man or woman, whoever it was, sent you in that email. A man, a man. Man, right? Mm. Does he think he owns the road? But no, I think he just wants to these get from A people, to B. These kind of people are the kind of people who can't tolerate any kind of a hold-up and, and oftentimes it ends up in a road rage. He's typical road rage. Mm. People have a right to use... Have a right to use the road. They do. Cyclists, wheelchair users, slow moving vehicles, agricultural vehicles, all these things. And some and some tractors in the country areas can be actually slower slower than a cyclist. Cyclist. Yeah. And you get it you get bad accidents when aggressive drivers like that fellow there come on and he's going nowhere in a hurry. He's in a big hurry to go nowhere. Up to the next shop to go and have a cup of coffee or you'll see him overtaking on double line. And that's the kind of driver that's emailing you and because he wouldn't come on and talk himself about it. He's raging. It's not just, and I'm not, I don't want to get too involved, but I would say that the cyclist is not his real issue, but he's using it as an issue. We did actually he ask got, him. He did give us a phone and we asked him to come on, but unfortunately he's he, working, so he, he can't. He deeper issues than cyclists. He sound, when I spoke to him, he issues. sounds like a nice guy. Yeah, he has personal issues. Maybe the wife has left him. Oh, yeah, the wife hasn't left violent. him. I don't know what's going on. No, but let me just tell you, and he's using cyclists. Others, it's used, you know, so cyclists have a right to be on the road, and we have a right to drive with due care and attention on the road for other road users. But People I know, but hang on, hang on, hang on, two secs, Jimmy. I appreciate that, and they have a right to use the road, but they also have a responsibility and a duty, like motorists, to be aware of the traffic around them and, and be responsible in how they do that. So if they're four abreast on a road that's quite narrow, which in this case, I know the road he's talking about, from Swords, from up to St. Margaret's, up towards Finglas there, you know, they have a responsibility and a duty to pull into single lane until the cars get past them. But they don't. Listening to his email. He really has something stuck. Maybe he never rode a bicycle himself. I'm sure he didn't by the sound of him anyway. Maybe that's his hang-up. But cyclists, cyclists in general, I would say, are well, well-behaved on the roads. And a lot of, like, I wouldn't go and start... He has, he has the problem, number one, and he needs to deal with that. He needs to know there are other people, the same people who jump queues. All, them aggressive people are out there. They can't bear to wait. Can't wait to have to jump the queue or whatever. Right, so, so in other words, it's not going to make any difference to his journey, really. No, he's going to take it out on someone today anyway, whoever it is, whether it's the cyclist or it'll be somebody else if it's not the cyclist. But that's why he doesn't come on and talk. He just likes it. Just likes but he, he did talk about, you know, this kind of stereotypical cyclist of men, you know, middle-aged men in Lycra. And they seem to be the ones that kind of cycle in groups like this. Well, Niall... Just as you speak to me, we got the Bally Saggart News and Views magazine. The, the Bally Saggart News and Views? Yes. Okay. Um, there's an article in there 
there's actually a reduction of cyclists on the road. And as you read into it, you wonder what's gone wrong. And it says the pubs, the restaurants, the eating out has all started again. So these hobby cyclists now, they say there's a lot of bicycles up on, is it Dundee or some of them websites for sale? Right. The bikes now are gone. A lot of the bikes are gone. So we've abandoned the bike for the pints. Because they've got other things to do now. Right. They had to do something to get out of the house. They're addicted to going out, whether it's out on an airplane or whether it's out eating. They have to be out. Out, out, out seems to be there. Can't sit down at home with their wife and family and say the rosary or say prayers or go to church. Has to be all out. So you're not going to see as many cyclists now unless we get another lockdown. Well, well, stay there for a second. Let me just go to PJ. PJ, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How you doing? How you doing, Noel? Good. PJ, now you've heard the email. The guy is quite angry. Jimmy says there's no need for his anger. You know, he's obviously taking his frustrations out in these poor cyclists and he needs to calm down. Well, I think that lad must have absolutely nothing to do with his life and have nowhere to go by any time limits by the sound of it. Who, this Jimmy fella? Yeah, yeah. because these cyclists, like, I've no problem with cyclists, there's no problem with 20 cyclists in a single file line, but they do not need to be beside each other holding everyone up. No. Well, they're not meant to do that. Yeah, like, I deliver stuff, and I do notice when I'm on the road, you could be held up behind one of them for 10 minutes. That's your 10 minutes late or something, do you get me? Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. Jimmy doesn't understand, but he thinks you shouldn't be in a hurry. Well, everyone's in a hurry. It's the modern life. We're all in a hurry now. Oh, we're all in a hurry. Jimmy, are you listening to that? We're all in a hurry now. He's another one. Does he cycle himself? Does he cycle himself? Absolutely. I do, yeah. but you... But believe it or not, I actually use the pass when I can because I'm a motorist as well and I try to have respect for cars. Yeah, you use the path? When I can, yeah, when there's not people on it. Why are you using the path? You're not meant to be on the path. I know, yeah, but at least I can give motorists a bit of... A bit of space. (laughs) I don't know, one is as bad as the other, to be honest with you. But (laughs) But Jimmy, at least he's having consideration for the motorists by using the path. Jimmy, are you gone? Oh, Jimmy. No, I think Jimmy's abandoned us completely. Jimmy, are you still there? No, he's gone. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Jimmy, or should I say, PJ, in relation to the, this guy's email, right? I mean, do you believe the Garda Shia Khan are conscious of it? Do they enforce the law when it comes to cyclists, or do you think they just ignore it completely? I'd say majority of them think the way we are right now, but there's not many laws in place that they could do something. I'd say it'd be more admin and paperwork for them than anything else. Do you get me? Yeah. Like, you know, if a cyclist complained about that or put in a complaint about that when the guardie said something, they could be into a big rigmarole, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, uh, I appreciate it. You stay safe on the footpath, PJ, all right? <laughs> I know people are listening saying he should, you shouldn't be on the footpaths and you shouldn't be, PJ. But well, the, the cyclist shouldn't be on the road. The cyclist shouldn't be on the road. At all, like. Getting in everyone's way. Ah, PJ. You've got, <laughs> we've gone from one extreme to the other now. All right, I've got to take a break. You can send us in a text or a WhatsApp at 87 I can see where this show is going to go today. That's 87 Oh, the angry Christian says, Niall, if middle-aged women were wearing this same lycra on our public roads today, would people still be going on about it? It's just another male bashing issue today, guys. The angry Christian. <laughs> 
Uh, the poor old angry Christian. God bless him. Anyway, let me just go to some of our callers. We're talking about an email that we got in of a guy that was held up behind seven cyclists who are four abreast for five miles. And he's frustrated and wants to know why the guards are doing nothing about it. Tony, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tony? Hi, Noel. Uh, I live on the N81 to Blessington. Do you know that road there? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lethal, okay? Now, I live in a stretch that is 100 kilometres an hour speed limit through bends and corners. And as soon as the sun comes out and the summer comes along, these morons put on their light grey, right? And think they can just cycle up that main road to Blessington in four or five abreast. Right. At 10 kilometres an hour. I've been stuck behind them at 10 kilometres an I hour. Know, I know the road you're talking about. I know the yeah, road, yeah. yeah. Now, it's absolutely lethal to expect people to be coming around them corners and meeting them at 10 to 15 kilometres an hour and the traffic jams that they cause. I've seen cyclists being hit near misses, traffic jams behind them. It's just, and it's women as well. I'm not and then what happens is, he, this guy mentions in his email that he was being patient enough, although he was angry, right? He yeah. didn't beep the horn, he stayed back, but a guy behind him in the queue in the line of traffic overtook him and the cyclists in one go on a hill. Yeah, so well, that creates I, I, a problem. Yeah. I, I've seen that on, on this road. As you say, you know it yourself. It's yeah, I know the road. It was only on it recently, actually. I went up to yeah. Blessington Lakes there a while ago. and yeah, uh, it's Beautiful parts of the country. some parts of it that are absolutely lethal, even yeah. driving, you know, to try and pass one cyclist. Never mind. And I'll tell you what's worse now, is these football clubs should be held accountable for organising these cycle runs. Did you ever see them, did you? Yeah. Where they get about 200 of the of the of their members out on the on the road who've never cycled before in their lives, and they're going up main roads and holding up people and thinking it's a big chat and everything, you know. Yeah, and do do I mean I, this guy mentions that there was a guard a car, four cars behind, and they did nothing. Now, can I point out by the way, a guard did call us. Now, obviously, they can they can't come on the air, but he wants to let me know that they are processing cyclist fines for driving through red lights, cycling up the wrong way in the street. He says cyclists that are delivering food are the worst, no headlights, etc. But they get a 40 euro fine and in some cases their bikes will be seized yeah. so he said yeah, as well, much as I people think the guards are doing nothing about it they are trying to crack down on dangerous cycling yeah I've never seen any cyclists pulled over on the side or on you know, the side of the road getting you know mm. fines or summons and it's, it's just it's legal and I don't think I own the roads. Okay, there's plenty of room for cyclists and drivers. But we all of course there is, and we all have to. We all have to use the road together. You yeah, know we all have to adhere to the rules and all this. But like on that road I live in, Noel, uh, even two abreast is lethal. Yeah, no, I you know. know. It's, it's it's lethal. Like a hundred. Well, what I what I can't figure out is right. If I was a cyclist and the lycra wearing type, I'm not too sure what the yeah. idea of the lycra is. Is it is it cool or something the lycra, or is it just? I don't know. Is it aerodynamic or something? Good, so. Oh, it makes it, it look good. And okay. it's not only men; it's women as well. I've seen women as. Oh, I haven't seen too many women. I've just yeah, no, I, well, I see them all the time. As soon as the sun comes out, my road every single day is swamped, and they're entitled to use it. Absolutely, but Jesus, one abreast. You know, but here's the thing, if I was a cyclist with a club or with a group of lads or girls or whatever it is and we wanted to go out in a group cycling and that's a wonderful thing to do to get a bit of exercise, etc, etc and as a group to it do is, it, yeah, it why not pick roads that are wider? Why why go on those narrow roads? I'm yeah. sure there are other routes because I'm sure it's not really, you know, it doesn't really matter where you're going as long as you're getting the exercise. So why not pick roads or stick to roads that might have a cycling lane or stick to roads that might be wider and allow you to go two or three abreast or whatever yeah. it is rather than doing these country lane roads it just doesn't make sense to me 101 times in oil, I've turned a corner doing 70, 80 kilometres an hour and had to literally 
jam on because there's an AGM going on on the way up the road. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, four yeah. lads in the way. And I, I would never abuse them. I would never beat them because you're going to frighten people and you're only going to cause more. Yeah, the same as you wouldn't do it to a horse. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. I, I sneak up beside them there, right? I'll give them plenty of space. When the road is clear, I drop the window. Lads, you know, I'm told to would you shout? Would you know? shout out a bit of abuse to them? No, I wouldn't. What's the point in that? Yeah, okay? well, this guy did. Well, he didn't say, he didn't shout abuse. He just said, lads, have some consideration. Yeah, no, and they all told lads, him, to, lads, you know that. We all have to use the road here, you know. Yeah. You know, it should be one abreast or two abreast maybe in a street and all that. Yeah. Ah, go after yourself. You don't own the road, please, that and the other. You know what I mean? Like, And, you know, it's just, it's just the It's frustrating. And, and by yeah. the way, can I say it's dangerous for everybody, for the cyclists and for the, the motorists. It is a dangerous situation. And I know, by the way, there's lots of ad campaigns telling us all to give the you know the, the cyclists a bit of space. I couldn't agree more. We have to be very conscious of cyclists. But when they're blatantly breaking the rules, so to speak, or not being responsible by cycling forward abreast on a narrow road. Well, I don't hold, agree with that. Yeah. I don't agree that I should have to leave my lane halfway across my lane to get past two cyclists. Abreast, you know what I mean, like, and on my road. I'm but you'd have to do it if there was a slow car, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, so I mean, you know, order, sometimes in order for me to get past them, I have to literally go over to the halfway across the other side of the road, like you know. Well, I, well, my feeling on it is, look, if they want to cycle two or three abreast, you know, do so. But if you see a car, or if they believe a car is coming up behind them, to pull in—that's courtesy. Some of them is just petulance. It's literally, f you. I'm here now. I've ever this. I have a right to be on here like that. That they think mm. that stops everything. Like, because if if you come up behind a tractor, you know, on a rural road in Ireland, generally speaking, the tractor drivers they're very courteous. They'll normally wait till they get a space in the road and they'll pull in to let you pass them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're conscious of the fact that they're holding up the traffic. But stay there for a second, Tony. I'm going to go to Derek as well. Derek, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Derek? How you doing, Niall? All good, yeah. Good. Okay, so you're a taxi driver and a cyclist. <laughs> yeah, lovely bike, a lovely yes. bike. I tell you, I'm familiar with the road the lad is using. I spin around there quite a lot, quick 50k on my day off or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's no hard shoulder on that road. There's no bike lane. I'm very disappointed that the DAA didn't put in a bike lane when they ripped that road up. And I know the roughest part of any road when you're cycling it is on the hard shoulder because all the dirt and the debris goes out there. Yeah, you potholes all over that. Yeah, the, the edge everything. of the road. Yeah, yeah, that's why sometimes a cyclist comes out that little bit yard. Now, as experienced cyclist myself, it's illegal on any road like that to ride through in a break. And the guards are well aware of it. But ninety percent of cyclists won't do that. They will all go up in a single voice because they're well aware of the traffic. Most men in Lycra are drivers themselves. And to be honest with you, Lycra makes you feel better when you're on the bike. Mm. With the wax and the legs going. Oh, do, yeah, I'm wondering what the purpose of the lycra is, by the way, yeah. It just makes you feel better now when you get dressed. Does it? You'll go extra. Instead of going out for 10 kilometres, you'll do more, you'll do bigger. Because, because you're wearing the lycra? Go. Yeah, you just keep going forever. <laughs> the and it shows off It shows off your shape as well, Derek, doesn't it? Well, if you have a shape, best to look to you. Like, hold on a second, I'm in hospital waiting to be charged, so if I have to go now, I'll just hang up in your right. All right, okay, Derek, see you, bye. Yeah, go, is there, Tony, go ahead. Yeah, I do agree with that, man. On that Blessington Road, there is about six or seven quarries of Blessington that are sand lorries, stone lorries, constantly going up and down. Yeah, of course. But but his delusion of he thinks it's just be single file on that road, or even, you know, two abreast, it, it doesn't. On a Sunday morning when these gaily clubs and soccer clubs are organising their little spins, it's where it was the peloton of the Tour de France that were in. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's where the roads were closed for them. You know what I mean? 
And do you, do you think, as a motorist, generally, forget about, you know, these roads where they're two and three abreast. Yeah. Generally speaking, do most cyclists obey the rules of the road in cities? Would, in and, my opinion, they would. Yeah. You know, you know these, the cyclists that actually take it seriously and are out every three or four days, right, are genuinely good on the road. You know what I mean? You can see it in them. They're watching for people coming by. They're waving. Will hard. they stop at red lights? Well, well. That's a whole different story, yeah, isn't it? Because I actually, I, I work in town and that's another show you could have, you know? Yeah. But um, it's just... I don't, think, I don't think the majority do stop at red no, lights. No, no. It's the lads who do stop the bike yeah. in July. June and July, put away, you know, October. Just go out on the roads and think, we, you know, they own the road, literally. Come here, I have to go on a... All right, okay. Listen, that's the story with everybody today. Pat, you're an Ireland's class of kids. How you doing, Pat? How are you doing? Know, hey, sorry, Pat. Everybody, everybody's busy today. It's just such a busy yeah, day for yeah. everybody, isn't it? What's going on with people? Some of normality returning to us, you know. <laughs> yeah, this time last year, we'd nowhere to go. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all getting on our bike. <laughs> so, get, getting back to these cyclists that were cycling four abreast on the back road well, that's of Sores. What? It's illegal. Well, it, it, well, it is illegal, it's, and it's it irresponsible. Two abreast is legal. Mm-hmm. That's that's all, that's all you can do, you know. And look, they know what they're doing. I see it all the time. You, I, I go drive a taxi and I drive trucks, and you just see that Yesterday, for instance, I was on the airport road, known by the airport, and you've got a big, a lovely, you know, cycle lane on each side of that road. Yeah. You know, like it's a dual carriageway and a, a bus lane. And I'm, I'm in a taxi and going up, and there's a cyclist in the middle of the bloody bus lane. This is is this Penic Hill there? Sorry. A Penic Hill there. The coachman's in. No, beyond that, literally going past the airport. Oh, right, right okay. Oh, yeah, I, know, I, know, know, sorry, I know, I know, sorry, I know what you're talking about. It's actually devoided from the road, you know. It's, yeah. There's this footpath there, though. You'd think mm. they'd use it. They don't. No. I'd come up there and I've seen them cycling two abreast on that, and they wouldn't even use the cycle lane. So what's the point of wasting all what, hundreds of millions we, we spent on cycling? Well, most cyclists do use the cycle lane. I know they there are I know there are some who don't, don't bother. No, they don't. And I'll tell you the problem is, and it came to me a few years ago when I remember I was going through town and a guy pulled straight out in front of me on a bike and I blew the horn up. And you blah, blah, you bloody taxi drivers are all the same. You know, you don't know the risk. How would you say are all the same in fairness? Well, no, I'll tell you the point is, no. Cyclists don't need to know the, the rules of the road. Legally, they can go out. Even anyone can get on a bike. You can get one of these rental bikes. You can go out, get out of a bus, or get out of a train, get on one of these bikes, and not know the basics of the rules of the road. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest problems. But you remember it's, years ago when I was in school, we were all brought out to Fairview. Yeah, they used to be, yeah, the, the cycling uh, park. Yeah. There's a little thing you used to bring around in a little go kart. That's right. Yeah, they yeah. teach you the rules of the road when you're in yeah. school. Yeah, but you know what? That's in all fairness, they didn't teach you the rules of the road. It was that was a one-off. That's all it was. It was, it was a half a day. Yeah, I, my was job no... was to hold a sign, a yield sign. <laughs> so, so we we did. We learned the difference between stop and yield, and we learned about traffic lights. I mean, we were all very young. Yeah, you know what I mean? It was. No, it was. A, it wasn't a continuous thing. It was a one-off. Yeah, yeah, it was a one-off. Yeah, you know, right. there should be. To be honest with you, I think that the part of the curriculum of the, the secondary schools in this in this country should be the rules are out. Get you ready for your driving test. Yeah. The theory test, at least. Yeah, the very, yeah, you should get you ready for a theory. You should be able to do a theory test when you leave school. Without well, they, hey, look, in most other countries, and we had somebody off in Canada there recently, and every student before sixth year gets 10 hours driving yeah. lessons as part of the school curriculum. Yeah. They have it, most kids, say, in America or Canada, would have a driver's license leaving school. Yeah, I'll give you a laugh. Here's where the phone's going to begin, though. But there's more of these electric scooters now. Oh, yeah. Because there's oh, I don't no like legislation them. there for them. I don't like them. 
there's no, and I'll tell you, they, they move faster than bikes, you know, from start to finish, you know, start to, to, to basically to build up speed. They never, I've never seen one of them with a high vis on. Right. Oh, by the way, can I just point Derek, who, who was on just before you there, who hung up, right? He just sent me a WhatsApp. He said, sorry, no, I had to go. I'm in hospital waiting for discharge. And he sent me a photograph of his leg in plaster. <laughs> Derek, you poor man. He must have fell off his bike. That's yeah, what I want. Derek, I hope you're all right. I hope you make a speedy recovery. Stay, But just stay there for a second. Let me go to Bernie as well, Pat. Uh, Bernie, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Bernie? I'm not too bad, Nile, in yourself. God, Bernie, now, cyclists, I don't want to get into cyclists bashing because most of them are good, decent, honourable people. But some of them are not, are they? <clears throat> Look, I have no problem with cyclists, Nile, none at all. But the problem I have is when you come up behind 20 of them on a road and they won't, they won't budge. No, they won't move. They won't get out of your way. Okay, well, the their, their idea is they're as entitled to use the road as you are. Well, we're all entitled to use the road, but wait a minute now, Niall. I pay my tax and my insurance to use the road mm. when I'm driving, yeah, right? Yeah. And and I obey the rules of the road because if I didn't obey the rules of the road, um, you can be sure that I'd be pulled over or I would be summoned or whatever would happen. Yeah. You know, so what I'm saying is like, you know, we, um, where I live, we get this group of cyclists, particularly of a Sunday throughout the summer months. And then you have these big signs on the road that says, um, courtesy to cyclists, beware of cyclists. But what about beware Be- of traffic? Beware of cyclists. That sounds yes. quite dangerous. And then you have about 20 of them. You know, I mean, I'm afraid to come out of my drive because I'm coming out onto a fairly main road when I come out of my drive. Jesus Christ, you could be killed. Or you could kill one of them because it's coming down a hill. Right. And there's about 20 of them. And is, there lot, and, and is this a regular occurrence, by the way? Oh, it's like the Tour de France outside your house, is it? Yeah, especially the summer months. I mean, they are everywhere. Right. Everywhere. And I think common courtesy, look, if if I'm driving my car and someone needs to turn out or you have a learner driver in front of you or whatever, I've been there myself. I understand what it's like to be a learner, be nervous. I would never blow anyone like that. Common courtesy, nice. That's all that's needed on the road. I have no problem with them. But look, let's be fair. There's other people using the road besides cyclists. So if they're going to use it, use it at least if it's a wider road to abreast. If not, a single file. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've an interesting I, text here. I, Hang on, I, both of you. Say, sorry, Bernie, Pat, and Bernie. Somebody sent me a text here. That says, "No, it's all well and good. You there with your radio show having a go at cyclists. You seem to forget you and all of your callers today that cyclists have an equal right to be on the road. How dare those motorists come up so close to us and encourage us to pull in? So what if we're cycling four abreast? That's only the width of an average car. Yes, we may be going a bit slower, but we're quite entitled to be on the road. You can all." Go Go and you know what he'd be, 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 be. Ah, yeah, yeah. Look, here we have an old sourpuss here now, now, you know, because <laughs> just like getting a little bit, I mean, look at... They're all getting a bit agitated now. here this morning, we'd be getting a bashing as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, grow up and, and take responsibility for yourself when you're on the road. If you use the road, you use it correctly and take responsibility and don't be a big old crybaby. <laughs> and do, I mean? Bernie, do, Bernie, do they be wearing the, the, the lycra? Oh, sure, that's to make them move faster. 
supposedly <laughs> animal. I think it's for ease of cycling. You know what I mean? All right, yeah. It's easier to cycle because if you're wearing a pair of jeans, it's going to be in cumbersome. Do you know what I All mean? All right, so yeah, on your bits. The lycra is yeah. easier for cycling, apparently. I have no problem with that either. I mean, they have fantastic colours on them when they're cycling on the road. I just wish that they would just have a little bit of common courtesy. For okay. others well, Sorry, by well, the way, Pat, before we get to the break, Pat, do you, Pat, do you think it's the cycling clubs? You know, the, the Sunday afternoon cyclists, you know, and generally it is men, although there are women doing it too. But do you think it's those kind of middle-aged men on the bikes on a Sunday afternoon? That are... <laughs> no, I'm not going to slag anyone out here because I actually only bought a bike there. A couple Did of you? Weeks ago, and I intend to go out there. Uh, well, are you going to a midlife crisis, Pat? Well, yes. I think you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I live out beside you as well, so we care about what you say. <laughs> and, well, you don't live out beside me anymore. I don't live there anymore. I'm, I'm technically <laughs> homeless. Ah, you poor thing. <laughs> but Pat, it, it, did you get some lycra? No, I didn't. I well, actually believe it or not, I bought a pair of the shorts, the cycling shorts, because I was the only the the the. the the father of Peter McVerdy run there for a few years. The, yeah. the charity cycling, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they still fit me now, to be honest with you. I haven't even tried them on. <laughs> but, uh, you know, not, not even that now, we used to do that. That was a run down to Wexford. Right. And, you know, you're very vulnerable. And this is what I actually don't understand about a lot of cyclists, because you are very, very vulnerable. Of course you are. It is dangerous. You yeah. know, and, and that yeah. sense, I just look at them and say, are they, what is going on in his head, or whole head? Are they stupid? Are they just totally stupid that they can behave like that when there's cars and trucks behind them? Yeah. Going around them, you know what I mean? And, and, then, and here's the thing, as you rightly said, many cyclists are actually motorists as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you mean, know, at, so they mean, should have a fair understanding of what it's like Noel, to be a motorist dealing with that. No, I'll tell you, just a quick one now because I'm going to go out. I'll give you the four things I would do with for cyclists, right? One, they would have, I would insist on a course they have to do, right? And I, I would actually tie that into a registration as a number on a bike. Some sort of a, an identity. I've suggested that before. They do that. I think there's an insurance in Canada they have to have. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. That, that's, that's number one. Number two, I would say high vis. Okay? But that, that is the law. Yeah, number, so I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, number three, of. number three, if there's a cycle lane provided and it's in good condition, reasonable condition, they should be obliged by law to use it. Yeah, okay. And number four, no bloody headphones, in, particularly in around the city. Oh, by the way, here's the thing that I, I, I was going to talk to somebody with this recently. And maybe you can answer the question because I, don't, I couldn't actually find the answer. Is it illegal? You know the little earbuds that people wear nowadays, right? Mm. So they hear nothing apart from what's going on in their ears, right? Yeah. It's illegal it, in a car. Is it illegal in a car to use those? It is illegal in a car to wear headphones on with that. Yeah, you have to. That's what you're I mean, that's your main bloody Of course, no, but I, I, I would never do it. I'm just, I'm it just wondering because I know it's of somebody illegal. who does. Yeah. And you know what? And it's, <laughs> it's inconsiderate of nothing else. I'm mind thing. Well, I know because you can't hear anything around you in your environment. Of course, you can't hear somebody beeping at you. You can't. You wouldn't even hear if you had a flat tire. But anyway, and <laughs> so I'm assuming it's illegal then for cyclists to use those too, is it? Oh, I don't know if it is. No, it's the same. Mm. There's that ambiguity around. Well, it's not even a, a, a legal. It's not even a legal requirement to wear the helmet. Like now, and a reason I reckon the reason why that is because then they'd have to do something about all those rental bikes. Should it should it be a legal requirement to wear a helmet? I probably not. I mean, well, to be honest with you, if, if, if it's only yourself, you're harming. Say with the registration, no, there should be maybe there should be have to have some sort of insurance that they're going to be going in around the city on bikes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. If they do hit a car, I hit a. Oh, you had an I got. Well, well, I have to. Sorry, I have Pat. I, I love to keep chatting, but I have to go into a break. Bernie, you get yourself some lycra and get out there, all right, and join them. All right. I will not. Yeah, it look great on you. <laughs> All right, I have to go into a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping numbers 087 188 008. Jer, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jer? 
Good evening, Niall. Nice to talk to you again. Nice to talk to you. Now, Jerry, you're an ex-rally driver. Now, I could never sit in a car with you, by the way. It's scared to live in the japers out of me. <laughs> so you're an ex-rally driver, and you're also an ex-cyclist as well. Well, you're a cyclist, and you you kind of race in cycling as well. Correct. correct. Okay, so you've, uh, kind of, you've experience in both worlds, so to speak. Exactly. And all I'd like to say, Niall, the reason I put in about the ex-rally driver, um, there's good and bad in all sports. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the bottom line. Um, when I competed in rallying, I won't go on for too long now, but you complete a closed section of special stages. Right. Then you go on to the public road. And on the public road, you are you have to travel at normal road speeds. That's the rules of the game, right? Right, okay. Then you go on to the next closed special stage and you go hell for letter. Right, now, okay. As regards the cycling... So, by the way, sorry for interrupting you. Do you see all... I've, I've watched, obviously, rally driving from in the car, and you see all the... Uh, left turn, 300 yards. Right turn, 400 yards. You know, with the guy who's sitting beside you. See, if yeah, I was in that car, I'd be on the back seat crying. Crying. Because <laughs> I could not sit in the car at that speed. I just couldn't. Well, I'd be a nervous passenger too, Niall, but uh, yeah. they're called pace notes, which means that the, the, the navigator, through an intercom system, relates every single metre of the road to the driver I know. who has to take that information on board before the next bend and so on. So oh, I know. You wouldn't be having me doing that. I, well, unless I'm... See, I'm fine if I'm driving a car, but if I'm a passenger in the car, I am the worst passenger you will ever meet. I'm nervous. I hold on to the handle, you know, over the door that for hanging your coat on. And, <laughs> and, Niall, I'm very similar. I, 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 I was an okay rally driver, but a navigator, I was crap because I just couldn't... Too nervous. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, getting, getting back to your, to your days. Go on. Getting back to... Well, first of all, now, let me explain. You were asking everyone about Lycra pants. There, there is a purpose to Lycra pants, which right. are very expensive, by the way. And normally, the, the serious club cyclists would have at least maybe six or seven of these Lycra shorts in their collection. Um, they're quite expensive. They range from 80 euros up to buy. And the reason they're so expensive is because the fabric that they use on them it dries out very quick, uh, expels rain, expels sweat, and you have literally what they call a chamois seat, which means literally like a sponge by your butt. Right, to stop you getting any rashes in those areas. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And okay. It, makes, it makes life a bit more comfortable. Right, okay, so get, just getting back to the crux of the matter, Jeremy, yeah. because I'm running out yeah. of time rapidly here. I certainly will. I certainly okay, will. so right. when you see a group of, you know, for, you know, four abreast of seven or eight cyclists on a back road and you're frustrated behind them with a line of traffic, who's in the wrong and who's in the right there? Well, the cyclists are in the wrong now because the simple reason is very simple. The cyclists, by law, are only allowed two abreast on the road. That's on a, on a, a reasonable road of reasonable width, okay? Now, obviously, the club cyclists would be aware of this, and normally what happens is they'll go into single file until the traffic passes, then there's no problem. Yeah. The point is, when I raced my club, we were under strict instructions not to break the rules of the road because <clears throat> if the club was reported, there would be serious sanctions against that club. Yeah, it's not good for the reputation of the club, yeah. Absolutely, and, and rightly so, because yeah. we all have to share the road. Now, motorists in general, since the 1.5 metre rule and so on, are very good, but I'm a motorist, I'm a driver, I get frustrated at times, and it's, it's very annoying. But, you know, there's good and, like the rally driving, there's good and bad in every sport. Because the problem is, these lads that will drive for or cycle for abreast on a country road where you might have a lot of brows and turns, they're liable to cause an accident. Because as this guy points out, although he was, you know, patient enough and stayed behind them for the four or five miles, people in the queue behind him 
overtook him and the cyclist and took a chance on the brow of a hill. So, do you understand what I'm saying? They're, so they're, they're putting other people's lives at risk. Well, that's just stupid, mind. Oh, of course it is. Because those cyclists bring every normal cyclist, club cyclist, etc., who spend... Niall, do you realise that the average club cyclist, and some of them go to extremes, most of them will spend five between five and 10000 just on the bike alone. Are you serious? Absolutely. Whatever. I, I got a racer when I was a young fella, and it was only 130 quid. So uh, what, and, what, and I, I, I know these are lightweight bikes. I, I get it. They're, yeah, graf- they're graphite they're fully, and all that. The minor, well, quite a majority of them are full carbon fibre wheels, uh, setups, the whole lot. Yeah. I could be looking up to 10,000 and more. For a bike? Well, for a competitive racing bike, for a serious club competitor. But it's these idiots, and I call them idiots, who go out on their Sunday runs with their big pot bellies hanging over their lycra. And I, I'm not, no, no, I'm not making any excuses here. They give the club cyclists and the serious cyclists a bad reputation. And it's as simple as that. And do you and think it, in general, leaving the Sunday cyclists aside and the, the lycra people aside, you know, when you drive around a city as a motorist as well, do you believe that cyclists generally obey the rules of the road, stopping at red lights, staying off the pavements, you know, uh, following no, the signs? Do, do they follow the rules of the road? That's, that's an impossible question to answer because I've been in several situations where I'm living in Limerick, as you know, I travel from the south side to the north side regularly over to visit my mum. <clears throat> and there's a certain area that's quite narrow and I have actually, re- only recently, I nearly got forced onto the footpath by some idiot in a, in, a, in a car who could not wait that two seconds for the car coming towards for the path, overtook me, nearly hit him and cut him in front of me and put me on the footpath. But I followed this particular driver to traffic lights so I knew she could stop and I was the right act and I was told to F off. Oh my. L- listen, Jared, out of time. Thanks for sharing your experience with us. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.